Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire. For Monday, September 19th, and there's a lot of ways we could go to start this podcast. We could go with the craziness of Sunday's NFL. Comebacks all over the place, blown leads, couple playoff teams from last year, 0-2. We could start with college football. No, we cannot start with college football. I think we could start with a massive, kind of gruesome injury to a starting quarterback in the NFC, a quarterback we've talked about a lot on this podcast. We could talk about his backup. 
but I think we've got to start with the New York Football Jets coming up with an incredible victory. Joe Flacco continues to own, and I mean own, the Cleveland Browns. Joe Flacco with just a splendid performance, and yes, the New York Jets get the victory over Jacoby Brissett. Stunning the NFL with just, listen, when you're down 13 points, with a minute 30 to go, you're not supposed to win. And when you're on the road, you're not supposed to win either. Flacco delivers a, what was it, like 65, 68-yarder to Corey Davis on a busted coverage by Cleveland. And then the Jets recover the onside kick. Flacco goes down the field. Bing, bang, boom. Next thing you know, Garrett Wilson's in the end zone. And the Jets kick the extra point for the 31-30 victory. But I could even back up and say the Cleveland Browns miscalculated so badly. Chubb and Hunt both had opportunities to simply go down and the game's over. Jets had used all their timeouts. Chubb could have gone down inside the five. You remember he did that on a football, I think it was a Sunday night football or maybe it was Monday, maybe Thursday. I don't remember, but last year Chubb did that and everybody was thrilled. Oh, we got the cover uh, with the underdog or, or whatever it was, but Chubb went down in the field of play, let the clock go out. He opted for the touchdown and it cost him. The Jets' stunning victory. Folks, this is how excited I was after the Jets got the victory. They are now in the thick of a wild card hunt. Okay, I've gone too far. That's a bridge too far. I know. It's two games in. But listen, Bengals, 0-2, major, major problems for the Bengals. Raiders, 0-2 after a colossal choke job against Kyler Murray. I mean, 20 to nothing. Arizona looked totally dead and done. Folks, it was just another wild Sunday in the NFL. It's one of those afternoons where like the 1 p.m. games are so bonkers. I mean, we're what, a few minutes into this podcast and I haven't even mentioned Miami 42, Baltimore 38 in a game that I don't even, where do you begin? Like, is Tua an MVP candidate? Do you have 460 yards passing? They're never going to be out of a game with Waddle and Hill. Like, the, the NFL is just so crazy on Sundays. I, I planted myself. Yes, we did another uh, cheese sticks and breadsticks. Maybe eventually Papa John's will be a sponsor on this podcast. And just watched football all day. Took a ton of notes to get ready for the podcast and heard and all this stuff. And I, I don't know. I have so much to go through. But I don't want to go overboard with uh, you know breaking down every single game. But if you guys remember last Sunday, the big Monday takeaway that I had was I wasn't really surprised by anything in week one. And then, of course, Monday Night Football happens, and I was stunned that the Denver Broncos lost and how bad Nathaniel Hackett was. Well, week two, Sunday, surprised the hell out of me. And we could go right to the Denver Broncos, who cost me money. I had them in the Vegas contest, only went two and three. Baker Mayfield killed me. Nathaniel Hackett friggin' killed me. And I had one other close loss. Oh, the Saints. Again, we haven't even talked about the Saints, which is a crazy game. So two and three, uh, six and four on the season. Not great after the four and one last week, but it's a long season. Anyways, so Nathaniel Hackett is like all caps in my notes. This is a dude who is in over his skis. It's very clear. Some guys are better cut out as coordinators some guys are better cut out as lieutenants instead of generals like you guys know not everybody's built to be a head coach and Hackett was so bad he's got the most penalized team in the league through two weeks 
they were out of timeouts with eight minutes left because they were just ill-equipped to handle basic things like punt returns. Can we get the play in on time? The Broncos fans were counting down the seconds on the play clock so that the Broncos would know to snap the ball. That's how bad it was. It's it's the equivalent of like uh, visiting or no, not visiting home fans when the Bucks were in town counting Giannis's free throws on the line. Like the entire arena is doing it. It's funny. It has to get in your head. Except the Broncos were at home. This is in Denver. They had a massive advantage. I've got some notes here. I know this is so nerdy to rattle off, but I'm angry because the Broncos cost me money and they should have had an easy friggin' cover. So Hackett is trending toward Urban Meyer territory, right? He's on his way to being, you remember Freddie Kitchens in, in Cleveland? I joked that he was Freddie Bathrooms because he was so bad he wasn't even in kitchen. It lasted one year in Cleveland. But situationally, Hackett and Russell Wilson, like they're not on the same page. They've had five goal-to-go situations, right? You get inside the 10. They don't have a touchdown in five of those trips. The ineptitude is staggering. Jerry Judy got hurt. Uh, Cortland Sutton, their good cornerback, went down. So they're getting beat up. They're getting crushed situationally. They do not have a clue when it comes to penalties because it's it's getting ugly. Like, I don't know where you find positives if you're a Denver Broncos fan this morning. The only saving grace is after two weeks, we've managed a one-and-one. You know, it can't get worse than this. We will be okay. Now, I think I'm done backing Denver. Uh, they've cost me money the first two weeks. I don't think I can back them in week three. Denver, of course, uh, after going one and one is now home Sunday night football against San Francisco and Jimmy Garoppolo. And now we'll segue to the Trey Lance season-ending ankle injury. It was pretty gnarly. He goes down and... His teammates start to help him up, and you can see he's got like a dead leg. It's just like not moving, and his ankle's kind of bent the wrong way. And he goes right back down, and he was stunned. He wasn't like crying. He was just like in shock. And they, you know, put the air cast on it, and they announced quickly he's done for the season. He's having surgery. It wasn't quite as bad as Dax because that was in the open, and everybody could see it. But remember, guys, Dak had the injury, came back, and didn't really run last season. They purposely didn't want him running after the injury. And Trey Lance sat year one, year two in week two, he's done for the season. So now a running quarterback in season three, coming off a gruesome ankle injury and surgery. I mean, you got to be concerned about Trey Lance's future with the Niners. And and I know that a bunch of 49ers are saying, see, Lynch and Shanahan, they did, they made the right thing. They made the move to keep Jimmy Garoppolo. That was genius. I mean, that, there's a reason I'm pausing there. These are the guys who basically said, Jimmy G, thank you for being our quarterback on the Super Bowl run and the NFC Championship, but um, you're not our guy for the future. Did you see the way the 49ers offensive line celebrated Garoppolo after he punched it in from the one-yard line on fourth down? They were stoked. They were so fired up for Jimmy G, rooting for him, fans of his work. They love him in that locker room. After the, as I'm watching that, Jimmy G's all smiles. Offensive line loves him. Debo, we know, loves him. Kittle, we know, loves him. I would love for Jimmy G have gone to the sideline and just middle-fingered Shanahan and just, like, just look the other way, ignore the high five, whatever, just to tell Shanahan, that's where I'm about. That's what I'm about. You didn't want me? Well, you got me now. And, and, and Shanahan and Lynch, they don't deserve Jimmy Garoppolo. 
Okay. Jimmy Garoppolo goes in, gets the win. And then listen, he was not incredible. He was good enough. Uh, Seattle's just oh, it's criminally overrated. They, they were an easy bet. Um, I wish I had taken them in the contest. I'm an idiot. I got scared off by Kittle. There was some weather. That's, that's what you do in the, in the NFL. You get six days to think about your bet in the contest. Anyways. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Kumo tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their Kumo test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. MTV's official challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. 
you'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer, and we have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever for you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app search FSR to listen live. The only thing I have here is Pete Carroll in Seattle was so bad offensively. And remember, I told you guys, Geno Smith can look good for 3 quarters. He's done that before. Offensively, they had no juice. None. They were so desperate, they called a halfback option inside the 10-yard line, and it was intercepted. <laughs> I don't, it looked like DJ Dallas had never thrown a pass in his life. The only points they scored, I think, were on the block field goal run back for the score. That's it. Otherwise, Niners win a shutout, and Seattle is looking really, really bad heading into a Week 3 showdown at home with Atlanta, where somehow Seattle is favored. I can almost certainly tell you, I know it's a tough travel spot for Atlanta. Let's see if they stay on the West Coast, but they go Atlanta, Rams. Are they going to go back Atlanta and then Seattle? Or are they going to stay out here and then just head up to uh, the Seahawks for week three? But Atlanta's look pretty spicy, have they not? Down 28-3 to the Rams. And then, you know, the Rams start vomiting all over themselves. Stafford, a couple of interceptions. Cooper Cup, a rare fumble. Uh, I think they had a blocked punt by the Falcons, returned for a touchdown. It was, it was weird, and I will say, I, I mentioned briefly Garrett Wilson of the Jets. He had a really good game, his best as a pro. Drake London of the Falcons seems like he's going to battle Garrett Wilson for Offensive Rookie of the Year because Drake London looked like a steal. Oh, my gosh, kid out of USC. I think he leads all rookie receivers through two games, and he's just getting open. He's quick. I mean, this is a – yeah, he looks like a dude. And Kyle Pitts, by the way, is on the cover of a milk carton. Uh, Kyle Pitts has, I think, three catches. Him and Mariota clearly not jiving. Uh, Kyle Pitts probably going to get upset there if he doesn't start getting the rock. But he should open up against Seattle, who can't guard anybody. Um, but a little disappointing that the Falcons uh, were able to cut. Well, no, it was good for me. But if you're lo- if you're projecting ahead for the Rams... Like, that was supposed to be a slam dunk, no sweat survivor pick. There were moments there where it was like, holy shit, are they going to blow this? And if you're the Rams, you know, again, I know they look good for two and a half quarters, coasting, inability to put teams away. You really saw that on display, whether it was the Rams, whether it was Baltimore, um, hell, the Dallas Cowboys. By the way, my buddy who I went to Lake Arrowhead with a couple weeks ago with our families, 
texted me, and I think I talked about this last week. Hey, uh, Jay, a lot of guys got knocked out of my survivor. I got a shot at this. Who should I take? Bengals, right? And I was like, hmm, yeah, I don't know about that. Just be careful. You know, Cooper Rush, um, Bengals aren't that good. And he's texting me like, oh, my gosh, this is terrible. And then the Bengals, you know, rally at 17. All Bengals get the ball late. You're like, okay, Burrow's got this. And then he doesn't. And then Cooper Rush wins it. And a lot more people got knocked out of Survivor. So far, um, I'm all good on the Survivor this week. Um, I don't think I have Buffalo. I'd have to double check. But Green Bay came through for me pretty easily. By the way, can we talk about the Bengals for a sec? I went all offseason rambling about how this is a fade team next year. Okay, 0-2 against the spread. 0-2 straight up. This week, they visit my Jets, and they're favored by more than a field goal. The Cincinnati Bengals, who could not protect Joe Burrow again. He's been sacked 13 times. Do you remember how much money they spent in the offseason to fix the offensive line? Lyle Collins now, two weeks in a row, guys. Okay, T.J. Watt abused him. Some people will say, okay, fine, let's chuck it up. It's T.J. Watt. Well, Micah Parsons just went at him and crushed him. Lyle Collins just humiliated again on the edge. It's like, whoa. And Burrow, again, sacked 13 times, and the offensive line had three false starts. And it's not just Collins. Jonah Williams was an embarrassment on the other side. And it was so bad that the Bengals had to adjust their offense to get the ball out of Burrow's hands quicker. And they're just not nearly as explosive. It looks like teams are playing the too high safety, saying we're not letting Jamar Chase beat us over the top. That's not happening this year. You're going to have to dink and dunk us to death. And we saw Mahomes struggle with this last year. And it looked like Burrow struggling with it. And his offensive line is just not getting it done. Um, no room to work for uh, Joe Mixon. I saw this stat. The Bengals had the ball for 21 of 30 minutes in the second half. And they scored one touchdown. And that's against Dallas. <laughs> I mean, the Cowboys defense ain't even great. Cowboys are able to get to one and one Sky not falling for Jerry Jones. That's all great news. But, you know, if we're being serious, Cooper Rush's win, like, okay, what's a big, like, is, is that even a top five storyline? I think you've got to start with Jimmy Garoppolo is the big takeaway here. For me, it's an upgraded quarterback. I know Lance, everybody likes to say Trey Lance has the higher ceiling, right? If he's at his best, look out world. Well, you know what? He wasn't at his best, and now he's done for the season. If you bet on him to win the MVP, go ahead and tear up those tickets. It's over. Um, I do want to quickly go back to the Tua game because at multiple moments in this one, I had written off the Dolphins, and you could understand why. Um, big plays galore from the Ravens. Baltimore leading 35-14 early fourth quarter. And this stat, I think this was from Stats and Info. In the last 12 years, teams that were down 21 points in the fourth quarter were zero wins and 711 losses. Now it's one and 711. Because Tua threw... Tua had more passing yards in the fourth quarter than Mitch Trubisky has in two full games this season. And that's, by the way, Trubisky played one overtime. Tua went off in the fourth quarter. Four touchdown passes, six for the game. I got to say, Warren Sharp came on this podcast and was hyping the Miami Dolphins and the speed and the separation and Waddle was good and Tyreek Hill's great. The numbers are staggering for what they put up against Baltimore, which remember, 
I know they lost Kyle Fuller in the slot. That was a big loss, but they still have Marcus Peters on the outside. What about Marlon Humphrey? I mean, is he playing? He's certainly not stopping anybody. Jalen Waddle, 11 for 171 and two scores. Tyreek Hill, 11 for 190 and two scores. The two combined for over 150 yards after the catch. Yak them. And if you're looking, I like the Ravens a lot. I had them, I have some Super Bowl futures. This is the second straight game their running backs have looked, I mean, below pedestrian. Okay? They had 28 yards rushing the running backs. They're waiting for J.K. Dobbins. It looks like he's one more week away. And they had two fourth and ones that they could not convert because the short running game just isn't there. Remember Gus the Bus last year injured, Dobbins injured, and they and, and they, they did all right. They could only hold it down so long. I think they brought in um, the dude who used to play for the Saints. He wore number 28, and I can't remember his damn name. And Rob G's on vacation, so he's not there to bail me out. Uh, it starts with an L, but um, uh, fudge, it's going to stick on my brain. Anyways, they don't have that this year. And the, one of the fourth and ones, Lamar fumbled at the goal line. And then the other one, they just could not convert. And again, you know, you can't stop anybody and you can't run the ball in short yardage. It, it's going to be difficult. And, and all of a sudden, Miami's looking very scary. Now, next week's game... Buffalo at Miami, assuming Buffalo gets it done later tonight against Tennessee. They're huge favorites. They should get it done. We'll see. To, but from my point of view, that Buffalo-Miami game all of a sudden next week in the heat in in uh, Hard Rock Stadium, Buffalo on a short week, you know, uh, Miami could be a little plucky in that one. Still, I don't. Tredavious White, I believe the, uh, the all-pro corners out for the first four weeks for Buffalo. So he will not be there, but Miami, they're going to have some success. Now, the pass rush will be getting to Tua. That's the big question. How will he be able to handle the blitz when it's coming all game long? And Baltimore could not really get home to Tua, which was a massive problem. By the way, I know I, I know a lot of people were gassing up Lamar Jackson, and he was fantastic. 318 yards passing, 119 yards on the ground. So if you remember last year, we talked about this with Chernoff on Friday. Last year, Miami surprised Lamar by going with the zero blitz. They just went all out every time. Lamar was not ready. Javon Holland was everywhere. It, it was an incredible defensive performance. So what happens in this one? Lamar's ready, throws, is it three or four? Three touchdown passes against the blitz. He was ready for it. And Miami had no counterpunch. They could not stop him. So what they do in the second half? They, I guess they stopped blitzing, and that was the that was the counterpunch. Um so I, Miami is surprised 2-0. And, and I'm just looking at the landscape. If we assume the AFC West is going to beat each other up, is Miami a top three team in the AFC? I, I didn't think they were, but are they in the 3-4 range? Because I'm, I'm looking at the NFC North, guys. I'm sorry, I'm looking at the AFC North. And the entire AFC North lost to the AFC East. Jets beating the Browns on the road. Patriots beating the Steelers on the road. Bengals losing to the Cowboys on the road. And then, of course, the last one, Dolphins beating Baltimore on the road. So all of a sudden, maybe the AFC East isn't that bad, but some luck involved clearly as, you know, the Ravens were down 35-14 and the Jets needed a miracle. I don't know. Next week is shaping up as, and we'll have all week to talk about it, but that Buffalo-Miami game, I think, is the game of the week. That's just going to be tremendous. Um 
Tampa Bay, Green Bay should be fun. We'll, I'll wrap up here. Well, let's see what else. Um, Colts look pretty bad. We talked about first coach fired on last week's podcast. And, you know, obviously Nathaniel Hackett ain't going to get fired. But holy hell, Frank Reich is in some trouble. I mean, I, listen, I had the Jags. I bet them we talked to them on this podcast. When Michael Pittman was ruled out, it was like, okay, all the money's coming in on the Jags. How the hell are the Colts going to move the football? And the answer is they couldn't. Um, no Michael Pittman, no options. Jaguars defense teed off five sacks, 11 quarterback hits. The Colts had 71 yards in the first half. This is a Jaguars team that should be 2-0. They totally own Indy. The Colts have lost eight straight times in Jacksonville. Eight. And this stat's bizarre. The Colts have been shut out three times in the last five years. All of them have come against the Jaguars. That's crazy. Um, I'm sorry I'm not going to talk about Washington. I know I have a bunch of friends in Northern Virginia who listen and are like angry at Carson Wentz. Like, get a, this is the Carson Wentz experience. Total dog shit first half. They had, I think, 27 yards in the first half or something. Aiden Hutchinson had three sacks. And then second half, Wentz is four touchdowns, 200 yards passing. Just a note on the Detroit Lions, folks. Scored 35 points on the Eagles. 36 on Washington. Jamison Williams, remember the kid out of Alabama, he should be joining the team like in October sometime. So you're adding a weapon to Josh Reynolds, Amara St. Brown, Hawkinson, DeAndre Swift had a really nice game. Suddenly this offense is spicy. And if you're, I don't, I'm not familiar with the offensive coordinator, this gentleman named Ben Johnson, but he's doing some things in Detroit. They put up some points. Um, who does Detroit? Detroit's at Minnesota next week. That should be an interesting matchup in the division. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Uh, there are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of BF Goodrich tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their BF Goodrich test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com the way tire buying should be. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Uh, What other games did I not talk about that I need to? Um... Panthers, I, I just can't get into Baker Mayfield. They lost on a 58-yarder last week, and they lose on a 56-yarder against the Giants, although they had a chance late in the game, and Matt Rule, that loser who's going to get fired, decides, oh, we're going to punt the ball back with three minutes left because my D can get a stop. Of course it can't. Danny Dimes scrambles on third and whatever, and that's a wrap. Baker Mayfield stinks. Matt Rule's going to get fired. That's enough there. Uh, Pittsburgh, New England, one of the most boring games ever. This is worth noting. And it's because my Jets play the Steelers two weeks from now. And yes, that's like the fifth Jets reference on the podcast. And they won the game, guys. Settle down. Um, TJ Watt, out of the lineup, Pittsburgh Steelers, zero sacks. Last week, they were living in the backfield. This week, nothing. I saw Mac Jones was only pressured on two of 35 snaps. That's it. And Mac Jones had an okay game. I mean, New England was far from dominant, but Pittsburgh does not trust that offensive line. They don't trust the run game. They don't trust the quarterback to throw down the field. Everything from Trubisky's like in, in, a, in a tight box, everything short behind the line of scrimmage. 
is a is not a good offense. There were, I think there were chance for Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett, the rookie. I don't know if we'll see him anytime soon, but next week Pittsburgh, they are. Why am I not seeing them on the schedule? Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah, they are supposed to play a game. Uh, supposed to play a game next week. I just don't see them. That is kind of strange. They can't have a bye that early. Oh, they play Thursday night. The Steelers Thursday night against the Browns. Um, I'll probably be on Cleveland in that one. All right. Well, you know what? We'll wrap up with this. Tampa Saints. This one hurt because New Orleans was in control of that game for the first half. Brady, zero points, frustrated, yelling at his team, fumble inside the 30, turnover on downs in the red zone. And next thing you know, we're into the third quarter, 3-3, and the Saints get a big stop on the sideline. And that's when Brady wanted a flag on Lattimore. An irate Tom Brady starts walking toward Lattimore and the officials, and he's pointing at Lattimore. Lattimore says something to him. Leonard Fournette shoves Lattimore. And then at this point, Lattimore's getting his face. There's pushing. And then Mike Evans basically off the top rope. He was like at the sideline. If you watch the video, he was at the sideline ready to go, you know, because the punt team's coming on. He runs back on the field and drills Lattimore. These two hate each other because Lattimore usually dominates him. Fight breaks out. They eject both of them. Lattimore, by the way, held him to one catch for seven yards in the game when they were head-to-head. But after that, it was like, and I hate saying this because I'm not that guy, but it felt like the referees took over the game. Because Jameis throws a bad interception as soon as they get the ball back. And it looks like Brady and the Bucks are going to have to punt. And then there was like a late whistle a late flag, and of course the Saints are super pissed. It gives the Bucks the first uh, Bucks the first down, and then a couple plays later, there's another one that everybody's like, "What the hell's going on here? These whistles are shaky at best." And then Brady throws a touchdown. It's ten three, and they, they were you could just tell New Orleans like the energy was gone. They were riding high at halftime, and then like that fight kind of Mike Evans, I guess, spurred them on, and then the referees. Jameis throws another pick. Now it's 13-3. Then he throws a pick six, and it's like, geez. You play a great 35 minutes, and in four minutes, the game friggin' unravels. Uh, Winston, by the way, the offensive line cannot protect him. They missed Teron Armstead. And maybe Tampa's D, which held Dak and Dallas to three points, zero red zone trips. Maybe they're really good. Now the Saints did not have Kamara, but you could say, well, Jay, Tampa didn't have Julio Jones, Godwin, or Donovan Smith. That's why their offense couldn't do anything. And, you know, Tampa Bay now, a gritty 2-0. They play Green Bay next week. If they knock off Green Bay, we're looking at Tampa inside track on the number one seed. Despite all these problems, despite Tom Brady losing weight because his wife moved out, allegedly, Brady seems angry, throwing tablets on the sideline, yelling at teammates. This is not really the season he anticipated, but lo and behold, Tampa 2-0 and maybe headed for the number one seed. Huge game next week on Fox in the afternoon window against the Green Bay Packers. So that'll do it for a recap of a wild week two. Coming up next, we will do 
best bets for Monday Night Football. The only thing better than sitting on your couch watching the game is making money while you do it. Here's your best bet. All right, it's time for the best bet here on Straight Fire. All I know is I looked at the account this morning and it was green, which is a good sign. Not a big week, not a big week like last week, but it was green. So I'll take it. Thanks a lot to the Packers and the under on Sunday Night Football. So it's t- it's a tough one here with the Tennessee Titans, 10-point dogs. 10, that's a huge number. You know, there's a great spot for for Mike Vrabel. Uh, the, the guys at Fox, they send along all these trends. And again, trends, you know, we talked about them last week with a couple of guests. It's like you can only take them for so much. According to Fox, Mike Vrabel is a great underdog coach. They are 13-3 and three against the spread as an underdog of four or more under Vrabel. Well, they're more than four. They're 10. 13-3 and three is pretty staggering. They were dogs of, a, I think it was six last year, against the Bills and pulled off the win. I know everything you saw in week one says Buffalo definitely is going to be the side. But I'm just, some of these numbers, folks... Teams that, you know, win in week one by 20, 21 or more usually don't cover the following week. The Chiefs did not cover against the Chargers. I mean, if you want to take a flyer and trust the Titans getting 10, go for it. This can easily get squirrely where Buffalo's defense just blows the doors off the Titans' offensive line, wrecks Tannehill, and is 37-7. That, that's definitely in play. But I do wonder how much seeing Miami look incredible in that comeback against Baltimore and knowing Buffalo has Miami on deck, how much does that play a factor in your decision for who you want to bet on here? The total was 51. It's down to 47. Primetime unders, 5-0 and to start the season. Okay? I think you've got to ride that, right? Can, can this be a ball control attack 2017 Bills win? I think you make a small bet on the Titans getting the 10. You got to hold your nose and play it. All the bets you don't want to make are the best ones. I did not want to bet Arizona. I didn't bet Arizona. They covered in one outright. Right? These are the the, the, the toughest bets to make are the ones you really need to make. And, I, and I'll take the under, although Buffalo Bills unders. Good, goodness gracious. Um, I haven't checked the weather report. Maybe there's some weather swirling in Buffalo. So I'll go with the under and the Titans getting 10. Oof. Um, but I would, I would, I would feel way more confident in the Philadelphia Eagles at home. If you, it, you know, two and a half, a lot of places, it was three, a, a three, a little bit. Um, no, it wasn't three actually. It's been two and a half everywhere and has not touched three. According to Vegas insider, I guess you can't give Kirk cousins a full field goal. This Vikings offense is too damn good. Um, but you, you guys, I'm sure you're familiar with the Kirk cousins narrative, Kirk cousins, on Monday Night Football in prime time, two and nine, he's a disaster. But he's got a new coach, O'Connell, Thielen, Cook. This offense should do well. The one big struggle the Eagles had last year was against good quarterbacks. Anytime they faced a good quarterback, they got carved up. They just did not have the personnel. Can they do the same this season? And you know, bottle up the bad quarterbacks? Well, I don't know. Jared Goff in week one hung 35 points on him. Now, that was indoors. But 
nevertheless, the Vikings have a much better offense. So I know the world is on the Eagles here. I would want to be on the Eagles. Kirk Cousins, prime time, no thank you. But something tells me the Vikings are going to be are going to be the side here. I think the primetime under streak ends. I'll go over 50 in this one, and I, and I would take a flyer on the dog, although I want to take the Eagles. I like the Eagles here to win. I just don't think that they can cover two and a half. This feels like one of those 28-27 nail biters. Um, so hopefully we'll get two good games. I'm very excited for doubleheader Monday night football action. Um, should be a good one. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, Season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again and getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before and we're bringing you along with us with new segments, correspondence and a brand new sound. Season nine is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award winning singer songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.